produced, was produced. When I'm done with a book, you're going to get another one in the next two months. Like, 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 like I'm fucking spinning and spinning and Larry June. You like two niggas? Then I'm the, I'm the fucking poet of them niggas. Like, I'm, I'm going to put out work just as much as them. That's my whole intention with this shit. Today's episode was produced by Going Global Agency. Right? You put it out and you spend forever promoting it. Like, people get tired of actually seeing that same thing. Like, 12 months, but you still talking about the same book? Like, did, did you put out a book or are you an author? What? Right. You want tequila, you drink tequila? What it could possibly be. What a good defense is going to be a good defense. That big ass. That nigga, that nigga rule. She rule big fucking bad boys. Today's episode was produced. What's up? What's up? What's up, world? What's up with you, man? The real visual, creative, doing a lot of things, man. Doing some things, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate but that. Numbers, numbers. It's all about numbers, dog. Larry, it's all about these motherfucking numbers, nigga. Like, stay putting up these numbers. That's all it's about, man. Keep going. And, you know, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're telling me about a lot of things. I ain't even know about you. Radio, background. That's me. That's all. Radio was everything. That's, that's all I really wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? That was my reason for going to college. Major in mass communication. Um, concentration in broadcast journalism. You know what I'm saying? What school you went to? Uh, I went to LSU first. Okay. I'm gonna put this on note. Fuck LSU. <laughs> I'm a Southern baby. Transferred to Southern. They took me in, saved my life. You know what I mean? Hey. So, it's just part of my story. You know, if you feel away, that I say fuck LSU, deal with it. 
That's what it is. Hmm. So you was coming from where you was coming from. Went out to Southern. Got on with some communications games. Um, actually, it was a, it was it was a teacher. I was telling him I wanted to get into radio and shit. Then he was like, actually, know someone at Max ninety four one program that pro promotion director, um, Jamila Pennington at the time. That was her last name. I know that's not her last name anymore. And um, started off interning in promotions, my nigga. And that was something I always wanted to do. And I just made my face known around the whole building doing my internship. All the parties, I was at them, you know what I'm saying? So when it came time to graduate, of course, radio didn't have no job for me. Everybody was like, you're not going to find a job in radio. You know what I'm saying? But I stuck it out, stuck it out, stuck it out. And I kept, I used to go to the radio station probably like once or twice a week. You feel me? Used to talk shit with them and this and that. And one day I'm just up and I'm like, man, y'all ain't got no job. You ain't trying to hide nobody, man. It's always coming up in here. And as a white man came out the door and he was like, you looking for a job? I was like, hell yeah. He was like, you want to run the boards for, for, for the news? Doing the news for, for the red station? He was like, it's only three hours a day. I'm like, hell yeah, put me on. So that's how I got, that's how I entered the door as having a, a job in radio. And um, that shit, <laughs> of course it wasn't no money. I'm working three hours a day. Um, I don't know if people know the shoe carnival. You know how shoe carnival, how they have the, the mic in that bitch and they, uh, every now and then somebody will get on the mic and be like, um, on aisle two, we have a sale, 15% off the day, this and that. So I'm in the store shopping at a time somebody get on the mic. So after you get off the mic, I was like, say, bro, where your manager at? He's like, oh, the manager right there. So I go talk to the manager. I was like, look at bro, we're radio, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. You trying to get sales? Like, your man on the, on the mic, lacks a days ago, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to look for another job that coincides with what I'm doing. He's like, come see me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I started doing that for probably like two months while I was working, while I was doing the news and shit. But my me handling the news so good, the chick over at the sunny station was like, hey, somebody just quit um, running the boards during the morning. Do you want to run the boards during the morning for the morning show? Now, that's from like 5 to 9. So now I got 5 to 9 in the morning, and I got 5 to 8 in the evening. So, of course, I quit the, the sneaker shit, and that's like, that started my little radio tenure. You know what I'm saying? And from there... Um, Fuck, I just elevated in radio just by being like, uh, what you call it? Um, I became undisposable, you know what I'm saying? Because I was learning everything in every build in the, in the building. I'm already working the board, so I'm learning promotions. I'm hanging around Super Mike. I'm learning how to be an on-air personality. Yeah. Um, I'm getting my side money in promotions by working with them and doing club remotes and shit. So by then, you know, I was making a little money. So they offered me a, like a, a full-time position as a assistant production director. And it was me and Latangela working in the production production together. And I basically handled all the production and for all the radio stations in the building. Man, that's major. So from, from news through radio, what do you think that, that taught you for where you at right now? You know, being self-made, putting on what you doing? Well, like what, what, what I learned in radio? Yeah. Uh, my main thing I would say I learned in radio is, I'm gonna say two things, cause I was a music lover, right? So I learned that radio has nothing to do with music. Mm. It has everything to do with advertising. It's an advertising place, it's not a music yeah. place, right? So that can destroy your love, like, you know what I'm saying? Because they're they, they not, they not worrying about the music like that. So that was my first thing I learned, and I know I had to get out of there. The money is not popping. I'm a music lover, and it's killing my, it's killing my love for it. Listening to bad right? music. Right. And then... 
my second thing would be like no emotions like don't take anything personal in this shit like it's 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 business. all it's all business nothing is personal like no one is doing anything intentionally to you or not doing something to you intentionally like it's, it's all business nothing is personal don't get emotional behind none of this shit yeah man that's real you got, you got a lot of books you know now where you at from those steps that you that you've been uh I guess you say you can contribute to society right now. Of course, now, of course. If people ask me what I do, I'm going to tell you I, I inspire. Like, I ain't going to tell you my job or this and that. That's what I do on, on this earth right now. That's what, that's what I'm for you to do. And put you to inspire. Yeah. You got any, any crazy stories like we was talking about just now? Oh. That... <laughs> they always laugh about this. Talk. You this journey about radio? Of, of grinding through radio. <laughs> to, radio, to Wally G. Radio is, a million, radio is a million stories, though. Like, it's... it's a million stories, you know what I'm saying? From them days in BR, um, partying in their rags, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a story that, that, that I hadn't really, only my homies really knew about the story of me wrecking a vehicle, um, but I never admitted it to anybody in the building in radio, but I did wreck the Max 941 truck, leaving rags, Holding it with DJ Incredible. You had the moments you was that shit. You left the mic. Oh man, right. I got stories, bro. But, <laughs> but, but what happened with Marcus Houston? I, I ain't gonna even. I ain't even gonna explain what Marcus Houston like that shit, dig. But I'm gonna tell a story about this nigga Keith Sweat, you dig. Like, <laughs> so you know the artists come in and shit. You gotta pick them up from the airport and bring them to wherever they going and shit like that. Whatever, whatever. Nah, I don't know if y'all ever met Keith Sweat, but he a tall nigga, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm 5'6", you know what I'm saying? But I make it a point that when I walk up to a tall nigga, I don't be like, Hey, what's up, tall man? Or what's up, big man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, he, 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 he did something that I don't like, you know what I'm saying? I walked up to him, he was like, yo, what's up, little man? Like, you know, like, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, I know I'm a little bit 5'6", nigga, you're 6-something, I know that, you know? So that's when I'm like, oh, man, whatever, whatever, like, what's up, my nigga? The nigga was like, uh, after, let me see exactly what I said. What's up, little man? I'm like, what's up? I'm like, oh man, where the hoes at? So the shit was just mad funny because it was like, you keep sweat, my nigga. Well, like, I'm coming to get you asking me where the hoes at, you dig? Right. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Like? And I just find it mad funny that, it, and that he actually said that because, like, you know, I know the nigga, you, you keep sweat, you make it sweat, crying ass nigga, this and that. You asking about where the hoes at? Like, <laughs> must not have it. And that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the subject. Yeah. You know, you had posted something. I reposted before I even knew we was gonna do an uh, interview. It's a post with Coolio, and mm -hmm. uh, one of the quotes is, "Gather up your pity and turn it to ambition." Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the world, no one cares, bro. The world doesn't care. Right. And that quote is actually out of a um a book that I have called uh, "To Live and Die by Hip Hop Quote," mm -hmm. which is 365 hip hop quotes. And um, that shit, that shit is supposed to be used as affirmations um, and centering thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I didn't actually bring that book with me today. Uh, that's the one Jazz had. <laughs> that's the one Jazz that's has. The first one I um, all the copies that I actually had on hand have been sold out. But if you're a person on your wellness journey, you're healing and you're looking for something to, to help you on your way, then I found a way for hip-hop to do it for you you know what i'm saying we always talk about how it's negative and this and that but it's really not it's a balance it's life you know what i'm saying every yes it's good in everything yeah. so i found research quotes and 
made sure that they was aligned with that thought process, being very intentional on wellness. You know what I'm saying? They're censoring thoughts and affirmations. It's like you read that quote, you say that quote. That ain't what you say that the average quote you're gonna hear that from a rapper that, right. that somebody gonna say. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I was very intentional with this with this book. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people may look at it like, oh, it's a quote book. Nah, it's not just a quote book. It's a wellness. It's a hip hop wellness book. You know what I'm saying? 365 centering thoughts. So that means from January 1st to December 31st, my nigga, you got a quote for you every day to live your life on this motherfucking earth. What's Molly G's top five? What, quotes? Next question. Top yeah, five. From that book, like, yeah, like, what's your top five? Uh, top five quotes? I want top five quotes and then I want top five, like, goats. Ooh. The quote gonna be hard, but I'm gonna say the one that just went to the top of my head and it's, um, I call my brother's son because he shine like one. And I'm going to say the reason why I say that because I hear a lot of people in New Orleans call each other son, but they don't really know where it, where, where it come from. You know what I'm saying? And I and I feel like they're saying S-O-N. You know what I'm saying? The phrase is S-U-N. You know what I'm saying? That's what we, and that was my main intention for actually putting that actual quote inside the book. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I love that quote. I love that Coolio one. Because I really feel like the world does not care, bro. Like no one is no, gonna, you, no. no, no one is gonna give a fuck, bro. Right. So don't you can't you feeling sorry for yourself, and no one else is gonna feel sorry for you, bro. So you gotta get up off your ass, bottle that shit up, my nigga, and turn it into something that makes some shit happen, my nigga. Facts. Transfer that energy. Facts. Because every success story you hear, and a nigga, everybody had their shit, my nigga. Everybody got a story, my nigga. What you gonna do with your story? Like, can't cry about what's happening to you. It's your story. Do something with it. Shit. So when you're transferring that energy, you know, what's that like? When you know, when you got this is a totally different form of expression, you know, having these books from you know, just putting out music or even, right. you know, visual. So so what what's that process like? That process is is raw. You know what I'm saying? Um I could tell you like, I have eight books, six of them are poetry books. Never have I once grabbed a pen and paper and said, this is the poem I'm about to write about. No. No poem has a title before the poem is written. Every title comes after the poem is done. I don't even want to tell you like it's some out of body experience, but like half of the time my nigga, I don't even know what I'm writing in until that shit is done. That's how organic and like raw that shit is. That shit is just like raw emotion. It's real. It's real. So it's all just all natural. It's, it's just all straight. All natural. Like I'm not a, I'm not a, let me write the best poem poet. You feel me? I am a, I'm giving you me, my nigga. Yeah. And that's just it. That's, that's why I say I'm, you, I'm cooler than your favorite, my, my, my motto is I'm cooler than your favorite poet. I don't care who your favorite poet is, I'm cooler than that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Talk your shit. Now I'm cool. I am. I'm definitely cooler than that because I don't I got niggas who ain't never read poetry before. Got my collections inside the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got some niggas who don't got a, who don't own no other book but my book. You You're opening up their minds to a whole nother. I tell man, and, 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 and rappers is, is rappers is poets. You feel me? Right. I'm just giving you this shit in a book form. And they say black men don't read. Well, I'm a black man writing books, and black men don't buy my shit. Getting black men in the poetry. You feel me? I'm cooler than your favorite poet, my nigga. 
I ain't no spoken word artist. I ain't gonna, you ain't gonna see me on stage performing the best poem and perfecting, perfecting my perf performance. I'm not an actor, I'm a writer. I'm giving you my raw shit. So that's, 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 yeah, that's my, that's my process, my nigga. Just giving you my shit. Getting that shit off of me. You, you accomplish a lot of things, obviously, you know. What do you think is the next thing for you? Like, what's the next thing that's for you that you see, like, I want to, I want to accomplish this now. Like, go out. My I'm going to make this happen. Shit, my trajectory, bro. Um, that would be the last thing. I am... I will be I will be known as a renowned writer from New Orleans. Not a doubt in my mind. I'm a hip hop baby. That's why I started this primary company. I'm end up having I'm gonna have a I have it now, but it's gonna be bigger. I'm gonna have this hip hop museum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's gotta be documented. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna that that's gonna that's gonna be. Prime, prime, the Prime Era store. Right. Yeah. Tell me more about Prime Era yeah. store, man. So, about... yeah, Prime Era store is basically like, like I said, we just talked about my radio shit. This hip hop shit is just in me. So, Prime Era actually started out of a, a necessity, not necessarily out of a want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, like my homie had got me into education. I came back down to New Orleans in 2016, um, fell into education, and I moved up fast and this shit became a dean of elementary school. And that shit was the worst job I ever had in my life, my nigga. The worst job I ever had in my life. And um, shit really like was breaking me down, like in every aspect. Like physically, I was tired of shit. Spiritually, I was tired. Like I would just beat up. This job would just no. beat me up, my nigga. It was beating me up. And um, I had to quit the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I quit it. Uh, when the year was up, I was like, I'm not coming back. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't do this shit. Um and from there, you know, we got we gotta get money. Yeah. You feel me? So I'm really in the crib thinking like what else can I do? Like I'm a creative nigga, like what else can I do? You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't about I ain't about to go out, like, you know what I'm saying? Go out saying like yeah, it got it gotta be more. Like, God, what is it? You feel me? And I'm just in a room looking around. And I'm looking at all these fucking albums, all these CDs, vintage jerseys and shit. And I was like, I'm about to sell all the jerseys and shit that I don't want. All the old hip hop t-shirts I don't want. Just all this shit, all this shit in here that, yeah. Don't mean nothing to me. Right. And that was the start of Primera. My first thing ever with Primera was was all just my shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we uh, printed up, found the way. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the, the old pictures. You niggas going crazy over this vintage shit. I'm going to just take the old pictures and reprint them. And make it easier. Get the price value from $20 to $30. It'll sell, it'll sell more than a nigga buying a vintage t-shirt for a honey. So that's how I got into doing the t-shirts already. I had already done deeply rooted with my homie with, with, um, with doing clothing, you feel me? So that was an easy transition. Like now Prime Era is completely just me. Like, and what I mean by that is I'm not doing nothing outside of myself that I wouldn't be doing if I didn't have Prime Era, you feel me? Like already 
do the shit with hip hop tees, why not offer it to people who into the shit? You feel me? I shop for vinyl. Why not offer it to the people who into the shit? You know, like I go crazy when I find an old cassette tape, an old NWA original cassette. You feel me? I know some other people who just like that. You feel me? I just did a pop up two weeks ago. A girl seen I had a, a Daylight Soul Free Feet and Rising cassette. She was like, "How much you?" She was, I was. She was like, "How much is that?" Like twenty five. She was like, "Sold." And I love that because she understand the value in it. Where a person who may not understand, I tell them twenty five. They be like, "What is a cassette?" They'll be like, "What is the worth?" But it's a De La Soul, Free Feet and Rising original print on cassette. And if you know anything about De La Soul or what they going through with Tommy Boy and this and that, the like, that, yeah. yeah, when you when you into this shit, then yeah. yeah. So Prime Era is that's why I say I tell people it's a hip hop vintage company, but it ain't for everybody. Right. It's for a select. It's definitely for a select few. Right. It's for those people who into that shit and would love to come to a hip hop museum. You know what I'm saying? Go through the albums and you know understand when they pick up a Reasonable Doubt album, the difference from having one with the black CD and then having one mm. when you see the gun on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> or seeing a Snoop album. Reading the back of it, and you see G's up, hose down on it. <coughs> they end up taking that song off the album because of sample, sample clearances. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. So that's that's what Primera is. It's that it's that love for a culture that like we forget. We teach history on everything except for hip hop, my nigga. Right. It's the largest job. Right. right. So you know, um, my nine to five, I'm a college advisor. So I always said that like eventually, I, I definitely life gonna lead me to teaching. A hip hop course on a college campus. I don't feel like that's even something I'm gonna have to search out for. That's that shit gonna come to me based off the trajectory I'm on. So we gotta go back in the story, past 2016 to the California days too. <laughs> Cali was them days was me. That was me finding that that was Cali was all. I love it, but that was all. When you're trying to find, when you're trying to find what's next and what's going on with you and things of that nature, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That was that. That was my time to to be at peace, away from the noise, and just enjoy the breeze, the fucking bud, weed weather, women. You feel me? Like, yeah, like shit. I ended up in San Diego. I ended up being assistant manager at a, at a shoe store called Chic. And if you're from Cali, like you, you know about Chic shoes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. Yeah, definitely. I was I was living in Cali life, like like for real, for real. But it was my time to um to just to see what what was next with Jamal. Like, what is what is what is going on? You know what I'm saying? Because that was from you know from my from my radio hiatus. You know what I'm saying? And I I would actually say like coming from going to college for radio and working in radio was like a dream. You feel me? But when that dream don't be the dream that you had in mind, then like sometimes. Like on the movie Blow, when he was like, you know why you failed? Because you had the wrong dream. You know what I'm saying? I had to find another dream. But with that finding another dream, like that shit ain't come like, just like easy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had to figure it out. I had to figure Turn it out. TV off real quick. That's but, that bitch is going crazy. Yeah, but even my Cali days, like, you know, to get before that, because, like, right, right after radio, well, while I was ending radio, 
before before Prime Melrose, a company that I started with a homie, my homie Troy, called Deeply Rooted. And that was actually the, um, I'm gonna say that was the foundation that, that gave me the confidence to actually leave radio. You know what I'm saying? Cause it was like, all right, I got something on my own now. Like, I'm gonna run with this. You know what I'm saying? Even got the logo tag on my hand right here. You know what I'm saying? Cause me and my nigga really like built the foundation and that, that's what we wanted. Like, now we putting bricks on the house. You feel me? But like, I feel like Deeply Rooted gonna always be my, like my foundation. Cause that was me stepping away from Taking that leap. Yeah, like that was my dream, my nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I stepped away from that shit. So right after that, me and my nigga, we started out we started out with shit. You know what I'm saying? Um deeply rooted, came back to the to the end and shit. And we put together some dope ass shows on Frenchman Street. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a be the arrogant witness say like we was first niggas to come back and put together those local shows again. Top you know what I'm saying? Right. The first niggas to really start doing that. Um but Paz guy even let you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, right. He made, to be real with you, he may say I was one of the first stages he rocked my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm on, I'm pretty sure he'll say that. If it's not, if it's not the first, it's, 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 it's in one to three or not past five. Like, I'm I'm in the, I'm in the nut in the beginning of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And even like, we talking 2008, 2009, like, I'm a heavy spitter fan. You feel me? And for me to tell y'all, like, he did three of my shows performing at that shit for free. Off the love. Like, my nigga, like, I like what you're doing. You show me love. And he showed me love back. You right. feel me? Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck how much love you showing. You ain't about to get no, no spitter show for free right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying how how deep I didn't came up in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Facts. OG shit, you know. You just sued the road, the rooster, you know. And that was love to see, like that nigga was that nigga's my favorite rapper, and he got to do, you know what I'm saying? He did shows for me. The nigga's right. my favorite rapper. I got to ride around in my old school with him and his shit, you know what I'm saying? Like just dope little memories in life, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's all life is. It just ain't nothing but memories, you know what I'm saying? Dope moments, my nigga. Create dope moments, and you have a dope life. What's the dopest moment? I don't, I don't really know what is the dopest moment, cause I, I, I don't think I could wait it like that. But like, riding around, riding around in the old schools with Spitter was definitely dope moments. Um, Stylely, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't gonna front to say this, but back in my deeply rooted days after radio, I'm, I used to be running around New Orleans with the backpack with T-shirts and my poetry books in it. You feel me? And also, I had a sock in my bag. That was full of little Batman bags of bud, you feel me? So that's how I got to know niggas too, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, yeah, niggas come down here more. You got networking and that. Yeah, just running into niggas, my nigga. Glow, glow.